In a podcasting world filled with true crimes, insane interview podcasts, and gross celeb news stories, Bryce and Ren, that's us, try to do the impossible. Create a podcast that'll help you survive your commute or workday. Bryce and Ren, and Nezzy Classified School Survival Guide. Today we'll be discussing Season 1, Episode 3 of Nezzy Classified, titled Teachers and Detention. My name is Bryce Henderson, I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Uh, with me as always to break down all things Nezzy Classified is one Renan Fontes. Ren, how's it going? Bryce, it's going well, especially now that we're recording. Yes, uh, it's some little like behind the scenes uh advice i guess so if you're someone who's looking to get a podcast started a little tip is to hit record (laughs) when you start to do the podcast and then that way when you're done you'll have uh, an actual product right rather than just uh, imagine if we had done a a two and a half hour i don't know this won't be two and a half hours but had done like a lengthy discussion about an episode of nesley classified and then it didn't record would we have the momentum to do it again We'd have to. We have to keep our schedule. Yeah. So but uh, that's to. definitely going to happen eventually. Yes. Yes, it will. Um, I almost thought that... Because... Um, well, no, the DS episode did make it out there. Uh, at one point in time... Um, it was I, lost, right? Yes, I was not sure where it was. So there was... I was like, oh, no. And of all episodes, that would have been wild to have to do a second time. But, I, it would have been a nightmare. Yeah, it would have been terrible. Uh, Rhett, how's everything going? You're uh, like putting out these Metroid articles left and right. That's right. Uh, two Metroid articles in a row, top mm-hmm. of our Nintendo. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm shocked that my Zelda retrospective got no traction, but m- somehow Metroid mm-hmm. is the most popular thing I've ever written about. I think it's because, like, I think the timing is just perfect right now because so many people are replaying the series. Um, or playing it for the first time to get into dread um like i've i haven't until reading your articles been tempted to really dabble in the metroid franchise they're a phenomenal series Mm -hmm. so i whether or not i i will i'm not sure i know that some of the titles i technically have right they're through the like switch online you can play the first one for the nes which Mm -hmm. you will absolutely hate okay and you can yeah. play Super Metroid for the Super Nintendo, which I think is one of the best video games ever made. Okay. Yeah, so I, I might get there. Um, but we're not here, unfortunately, to talk about Metroid. Uh, <laughs> we got uh, a TV show called That's Declassified to discuss. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Ned Bigby, our little, our little friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so before we, we dive in, uh, I want it. I don't really know what there is to say about it, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I feel like it's impossible, Ren, to to pick a Nickelodeon or Disney show to podcast about um, without there being some kind of potential controversy that is tied a- along with it. It's sad because we really are at that period where pretty we're going to see a lot of rock slides for yeah. a lot of beloved shows that we grew up with. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so what we're referring to is 
uh, I guess in the past, like, I think it all happened like in the past two or three weeks, I guess, like over the course of the past month. But I, I actually mean, think it happened the either the day before or the day after we recorded our second episode. Fantastic. Uh, so what, what we're referring to is Lindsay Shaw, who plays Moe's in Ned's The Classified, um, put out a, a TikTok that was, uh, in my opinion, uh, and I, I think most people's opinion, pretty racially insensitive yeah. um, regarding uh, her kind of mocking uh, a dance done uh, on TikTok. I, I believe it. I'm not a TikToker. I believe that the dance is typically done by people of color, but I, I think. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the context. Yeah. And I think a, it was like created by black artists specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yes. I jotted down a little timeline of events to kind of try and make sense of what happened. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Let, let's hear the timeline, Ren. So this TikTok dance becomes popular. I'm assuming like on TikTok, obviously, mm-hmm. which gets a lot of people doing it. Because I think that's like the point of TikTok you do. It's like how Vine used to work, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's trends. Like, I, I think one thing trends and then everyone does it. They put themselves doing it on TikTok and then something new comes up. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, uh, some artists created this dance. It became popular. People were doing it. Uh, Devin, who plays Ned in the show, made a video doing this this particular dance to celebrate a follower milestone he had on TikTok, which I think it was for 1 million, but I'm not 100% sure on that specifically. Mm-hmm. Lindsay leaves a positive comment on Devin doing the dance. That's an important detail because yeah. Lindsay makes a, then makes a video making fun of uh, black artists doing the same dance. Mm-hmm. Lindsay then gets called out by pretty much everyone for, as you can imagine, she would be by this. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay then doubles down with an apology video, which mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it, I do recommend seeking it out because it is. It's not a good apology. <laughs> It's so bad. Yeah. It's like the textbook bad apology. Yeah. She's I she's think like, one, <laughs> she's crying, one right? For for how they felt, not for making yeah. them feel bad. Yeah. Uh, but, um <laughs> she gets called out again. Yes. Then she goes on a social media blackout after I think making another video. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh I'm pretty sure she has deleted her social media mm-hmm. at this point. I haven't double checked since. Yes. For what it's worth, I think getting rid of her online presence is a good idea. Mm-hmm. But her apology was just so bad. Yeah. It was so, so bad. Yeah, it was um, kind of like just her playing the victim card, uh, her crying, her acting like, uh, I, I, you know, just acting like she didn't do anything wrong. Not rec- yeah. Not like recognizing others feelings pretty much exactly it's a lack of empathy it's very self-centered yes she made the problem about herself which you know i can under like harassment is very difficult to deal with Mm -hmm. especially when you have a platform but when you have a platform you have to be thoughtful and mindful about what you're doing and what you're saying yep like don't harass people obviously Mm -hmm. i'm not trying to say she invited it on herself but she acted in a way that naturally warranted criticism from people yeah yeah, it's, um, you know, she, I think that this could have been an opportunity for her to, to learn, grow, reflect, and be like, oh, I made a mistake. Uh, yeah. Apologize to, to the hypocrisy that she presented and grow from there. Not, uh, you know, what she ever did was right now. Like, it's as easy as just saying sorry and moving on. But I don't think that 
she has put in the effort to kind of reflect. I'm hoping that now that she's off social media, uh, she will be able to reflect. Uh, so. Let's hope so. Let's hope yeah. she comes back uh, wiser, more mature, more empathetic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, we, we felt like we just wanted to, to let folks know. There's uh, multiple different articles out there about it, about the timelines. Um, so if you want to know more, you can check it out. Um, but, you know, as, as a Nesdy Classified podcast, all things Ned uh, includes the current cast and what yeah. they're up to now. So. I guess we won't be getting her on Cameo. Yeah, no. I'll, uh, hard pass on that one. I don't know if she's even on Cameo anymore. But I sincerely, uh, I feel like she... You know what? Let's double check. Yeah. Let's just uh, double would, check. Wouldn't be, you know, wouldn't be great. Bryce, I hear some squeaky wheels. In the yeah, room. it's Lily. Yeah, so my, my dog is... She's been whining on and off for the past, like, 30 minutes. Not not entirely sure why, so I'm, I'm petting her, trying to get her to just chill out a little bit. Oh, she is. She's active on Cameo as early as five days ago. Yeah, so we'll pass on that one. We'll and pass. You didn't keep your promise. No. And of course she'll be listening to this. Yes, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> this this is the feedback that she's... Uh, gonna be gonna be turning her ears to so. like i bet she saw the first bryson ren and ned's declassified drop this whole ordeal happened mm-hmm. she thought to herself all right they're gonna be on my side i just know it oh <laughs> sorry Lindsay. yeah she's gonna be devastated that we're not you know <laughs> not understanding what she's going through so oh uh, all right let's let's move on from this red i'm i'm good um uh, the other thing I want to say before we, we dive in to the episode is we, we put out a quarterly newsletter. And right. I believe our last one was in May. So if I'm doing the math correctly, it should be every three months. Yeah. So we, we should be putting one out next month. So to those not familiar, uh you can sign up for a newsletter on our link tree. We'll put out the link for it as well. It's a physical newsletter, right, Ren? <laughs> Yes, it is a it is a physical newsletter that you that we will mail out to you and you will get in the mail. Yes. Uh, so don't please don't give, if you give us your your email address, you will not get an email from us. Uh, no. You you won't get it sent digitally. We only send out uh, a physical one. So if you're uh, interested in receiving it, uh, I'll we'll post the link on all of our socials and also. Um, just keep in mind if you're obviously not comfortable with giving out like your address don't feel like you need to but all right red uh anything else all right did you watch a season two premiere of ted lasso i did watch the season two premiere of ted lasso i this season's gonna be fantastic it's uh i'm i'm there's a lot of setup yes definitely setting up the pieces for the season but i mm-hmm. loved season one it ended up being one of my favorite first seasons ever so I'm very excited to see where the show goes next. Yeah, I, um, I'm really a big fan of the plot line that was introduced that I'm sure we'll be following of like Ted Lasso's conflicted feelings towards like mental health. Yes, um, the therapist. It's, it's so, um, it feels fresh. Just like the way that it's presented. challenging his optimism. It is, yeah. Uh, in that like the 
mental health counselors is bringing in like realism and uh, kind of playing. I, I think she's a very interesting character already. So I loved it. I really, really liked the premiere. Um, yeah. So do you think, you know, after, after we get through Ned's, should we do Ted Lasso? Will season, it's only going to be three seasons. Do you think season three will be done by the time we finish Ned's? Uh, in a year? Uh, it'll be airing, right? Yeah, it'll probably be airing. So timing could work out. So we could realistically do it. Mm-hmm. All yes. right. Do you refer to Jason? So you formerly, uh, at one point uh, in, in our uh, friendship, Ren, you used to refer to Jason Sudeikis as Jason Sudeikis from Horrible Bosses 2. <laughs> uh, is he now Jason Sudeikis from Ted Lasso? Yes, he has completely overcome his role from Horrible Bosses 2. His previous best role. Ted Lasso has transformed him as an actor in my eyes. It, like, yeah. I, I see him in such a much higher light now. Those, uh, to be honest, like, SNL alums, they they have usually a lot of really impressive chops. Like, uh, I know Barry is one that That's people right. really like. I know people really liked, what was it? The the Last Man on Earth, I think is what it was called. With, yep, um, Forte, yeah. So. Uh, Keenan got an Emmy nomination for Keenan this year. Did he really? Yes, he actually did. I, I never heard anything about it. Is it canceled? Or is it, he, does he actually, like, actively have a sitcom at the moment? He actively has a sitcom at the moment. Wow. I'm pretty sure, like, it's an, an NBC sitcom. I wasn't, ex- I wasn't expecting it to be anything good, and I haven't heard anything about it. No. Since, like, until I saw the Emmy nomination, which just yeah. completely floored me. Yeah, I assumed it was canceled because someone, uh, I was reading a thread on Reddit, and someone was talking about, oh, Keenan's never going to leave SNL, and it's like, why would he do anything else? He knows what he's good at. So, like, just in reading that context, I was like, oh, I guess he's, you know. Just I think stick, he's singing that right now. Yeah, I think he is, too. So, you know, go for him if he can manage it. Why yeah. not? All right. So I'll, a good lineup. Ted Lasso and then Keenan. <laughs> Can't wait. All right. Uh, real quick, our episode two feedback, Ren. Yep. We had uh, sent out the form. Uh, people gave us their, their feedback. Uh, and so with that. Uh, I'm so just... excited. Yeah. Uh, so the, the main question, why is it that you're so excited, Ren? I want to know if people make toilet. Yeah, uh, so it was actually, it was a split vote. It was 50% uh, said yes, 50% said no. So I'm going to say that they cancel each other out there. Wow, neutral yeah. toilet. Mm-hmm, is, yeah, neutral, neutral toilet, exactly. A good band name, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Um, all right, uh, who was the best character last week? Uh, we got uh, some love for Cookie, some love for the huge crew. All right. Um, uh, this comment says, I just love the fact that some bullies saw a kid with a manual and were like, I will die for this child. And he has his own harem now. <laughs> yeah, she does. Who is the worst character this week? Uh, I got Loomer and Seth Powers. All right. Which is interesting to me. I don't know if Loomer was the worst character. Like, he's mean. Yeah, he's mean, but he's a fun guy. Yeah, he's, you know, yeah. Uh, scale of one to ten, uh, the episode got an eight from okay. the audience. So better, I, I believe, better than the premiere episode. Yes. Yes. Which and then, I think got like a six or something, right? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it was, I think, 6.5. So this one, last week's episode, is, is the best yet. And then lastly, any thoughts, unanswered questions, or comments regarding this week's episode? Uh, <laughs> I've never heard of making toilet in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that it? Is that all we got? Uh, yeah, that's the that's what I want to share. All right. So, uh, yeah, always fun to see what people have to say about the previous week's episode. Um, and uh, I, you know, I think it's always a good time. So if you if you do watch the episodes, you want to give us any feedback, even if you I guess don't watch it live, but you like remember the episode, I'd I'd be interested. The VG Freak Eight method. Exactly. Yes. Yes. All right. Let's talk Ned's run. All right. Let's dive in. Let's dive in. Uh, the first episode. So we had talked about this real brief. Um, the name of the episode is Teachers and Detention. But yet our first segment here is Detention. That's right. Mm-hmm. Do you think, and I'm going to throw this out there because I had this thought even before knowing the title. Uh, I, were these episodes supposed to happen in reverse order? It would, I make logical sense, right? Yes. So the the reason I throw this out there is we open uh, the detention segment with Cookie, who has made the perfect paper airplane. Yep. In the second segment in Teachers, at one point, Mose has an airplane in her hair. Cookie takes it out and says, this airplane, he says something along the lines of like, this airplane is poorly made. I also feel like, not to spoil too much, but flipping Mm -hmm. the episodes fits a story structure better yeah because the first half is if you have teachers first you get like a transition of a few days throughout the school week and then you get the end of the school week in detention which just takes place over the course of one day yep yeah considering what happens in teachers it makes sense that these characters would get detention Mm -hmm. yeah so i i don't know i the order of it i don't know if it would have largely mattered to me yeah but i agree with that that sentiment i think if we got teachers first and then detention um i think it would have worked so all right yeah so cookie has made the perfect paper airplane Ren. <laughs> this was something were you a big uh paper airplane maker were you good at it I, as a kid i could never i Me still don't think i can i was always so bad <laughs> i could never get the wings right so I could never get them to fly more than like a few inches before flopping down to their death. Yeah. I, um, at one point I had like a book, like how to make a cool paper airplane or something like that. And I had a piece of paper and I cut out a, I would cut out like a ring, uh-huh. I guess. And then I'd tell people that that was a really good paper airplane and I'd like throw that and it would never go anywhere, but that's what I would, what I would tell folks. It's so. the illusion of childhood. Yeah, exactly. Just a ring flying through the air. Um, no, yeah, so never a big paper airplane person. Uh, Cookie, though, big paper airplane guy. He is a master mm-hmm. of the paper airplane. He is so good, in fact, he's going to make one that we do not see touch the ground in this entire episode. I really liked that, but I was really hoping it would extend to the next segment, too. Or like, I feel like I feel like that kind of breaks the yeah. storytelling structure of Ned's, as funny as it would be. Yeah, uh, or it would be almost like because I believe the weasel is going to make multiple appearances, so it could have been like a weasel equivalent. It's just like That's there's a, a constant paper airplane always flying through the school. Yeah, but um, yeah. So we have uh, Cookie with this paper airplane, and it's perfect. Uh, He's like, 
I, I don't know if he says the comment, but he's like, I'm not going to throw this. But uh, Sweeney, the evil science teacher, comes out and he's looking at Cookie holding this paper airplane. And he says, you don't, uh, he says, you don't, you don't think have you the could guts st- to throw it. Yeah, you're not going to throw that. You don't think you could sneak a dangerous projectile past me. Uh, and as he says this, we see a crew behind him carrying uh, what looks to be a massive, like, missile? It's a classic schoolyard missile. Uh, it, this show is a live-action cartoon, Ren. It's like when the army visits to recruit kids. Is that, do you remember the time the army brought the giant missile to school? And they'd tell kids, hey, you like this missile? Join the army. It, like, uh, if it's, they would hang out in the cafeteria, and if you did, like, 30 push-ups, they'd give you a free missile. Or t-shirt. <laughs> Free missile or t-shirt you could choose. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, what am I gonna do with a missile, right? Yeah, exactly. I'll take the t-shirt at any day of the week. <laughs> um yeah, so they, there's like that, just like the the physical humor, right? Not physical, what's the word? Visual? It's just a visual yeah. gag? Yeah. Visual gag. Um all right, and then we have Loomer shuts his locker, uh, which has hanging from it like nunchuck maces. I love Loomer as a character and a concept is hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. He's like the super bully, but not so extreme where he's unlikable. No, there's so, yeah. Something about him is really like, you care about the guy, right? Yeah. So he's going to, he shuts his locker in doing so the burst of wind uh, makes the paper airplane fly out of cookies uh, hand and it just goes and it goes and it goes and it goes. Doesn't stop. Uh, because it leaves his hand, Sweeney's kind of upset. Sweeney immediately gives Cookie detention. And then Ned defends Cookie and gets detention. And then Moe's gets it as well. Because Sweeney's like, not a word out of you, Missy. Like, one more word and you'll be with your friends. And then uh, she says, word. That's he real loyalty. Goes to detention. I don't know if it's loyalty or if it's telling us something about the character. Uh, persistence? She yeah. pokes the bear. Yeah, I feel like stubbornness. Like yeah. She likes to, to go, against, um, go against the grain here. Did you ever get detention in school? It's funny. In my notes, I had the same question for you at this point. All right. Uh, so I was told that I was going to get detention. Uh-huh. Because I was in religion class uh, and we were like praying. Like, I don't know why, but we were praying. And some kid said something that was wrong, like factually incorrect. Like he was talking during the prayer, yeah. which is like a big no-no. He said something factually incorrect. And I responded to him. Um, and he was like, I responded to him, and then my teacher said, Brace, like, talking during prayer, like, you know better, like, I'm gonna have to see you after, like, after school today. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I was really, really upset about it, right? Yeah. So, um, I approached him after school, and I cried. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And I, I, I explained to him the situation. And I gave him a donut as well. I brought a donut with me to give him. Uh, and I explained to him. Donut. 
I don't know. I don't. I, I think that like the cheerleaders were selling them for like a fundraiser that day or something like that. Okay. Um, but I I gave him a donut, and I was crying, and I was like, all I was doing was correcting him. I would never like I would never talk during prayer. I know better. <laughs> uh, like please don't make me stay. Like it's not my fault. Like all this stuff, and uh, so he gave in he was like uh, he was like okay Bryce like don't like you're right I was just trying to like make an example pretty much like because so many kids were just like blurting out like I just happened to be the at the wrong time so yeah uh that was that was the closest I got to detention though so you never had detention I never had detention um the like main times I can point to where I cry uh where I got in trouble in high school I would cry and get out of it uh not like strategically cry but like actual cry emotionally yeah 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 what about you i got detention a couple times in school i was uh i was a bit of a troublemaker growing up i um god i don't remember the first time i got detention i got detention a lot in the eighth grade specifically my uh homeroom i actually liked my homeroom teacher though so whenever i had detention i would just read in class because she also liked me but uh, so, wait. So why would you get detention from a teacher that liked you? Well, she was my homeroom teacher, so my okay. detention would be with her. Ah, uh, okay, okay. In this public school setting. Yes. But uh, I, it was it was never as bad as depicted in Ned's. What? But I so, mainly got in like detention for fighting and stuff. Okay, like fighting like with your fists or with your words. With my fists. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, I that's surprising to me red isn't it yeah i mean <laughs> i'm so calm these days other other than the time that you picked me up and dropped me on stage <laughs> uh i've never known you to be a, a physically violent person so yeah <laughs> are you <laughs> are you uh, you you really liked the the reminder that at one point in our improv career you picked me up and dropped me on my back. Uh, it's so but, funny you bring that up because I was thinking about that the other day and I was I it was so hard to hold back laughter. Nicole was in a meeting. Oh man! And it just popped up in my head. Yeah, I was in. Um, I remember hitting the stage and it taking everything in me to get up. <laughs> <laughs> like. Uh, it, it definitely hurt, um, but the show must go on, right? So Comedy is not easy, Bryce. It isn't. It is not easy. You got to give your heart, your soul, and sometimes your whole back into it. Uh, but so but yeah, I, I, I have fought a lot growing up. Yeah. I was uh, actually suspended twice in school. Oh, man. Yeah. What, uh, when you're suspended, do you just like hang out or did you have to do something? Um, like, do you have to do chores? Both times I was, I didn't get, I had like at home suspension both times. Yeah. Uh, the first time I was in the fourth grade, I, some kid came over to me while I was playing Pokemon cards and he kicked sand yeah. at me. Oh yeah. And there was a little pond at the playground where like we would have recess. So I grabbed him and I dragged him to the pond and I threw him in. And then we both got suspended and had to miss field day. What, so the kid got suspended because he kicked sand into your Pokemon cards? We both got sus- He kicked sand at me. Okay, okay. But we both got suspended just for the fighting. Yeah. Uh, picked him up and put him in the pond. 
Um, like, there was a little pond, so I like grabbed yeah. them, and I dragged them over, and I threw them in. Were there ducks? No, just water. Okay. Like shallow water. Yeah. I, 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 it's very, uh, what I'm picturing is very, like, sitcom-esque. <laughs> I'm sure, like, we're two fourth graders, very small kids. I'm sure it was comical to witness. No, I, I, I love it. Um, uh, I got suspended for two days. And I, my dad didn't let me do anything during school hours. I had to, like, during those hours, I had to just be up and act like I was at school doing nothing. Second time I got suspended, I was in the eighth grade. And my parents didn't really care that much anymore. Because it was round two. It wasn't wasn't as exciting as the first time. Wasn't as exciting. Yeah, I get that. Uh, Yeah, it's so very different from detention that we see in this episode. So so much of this episode is about the buildup to detention. It is. Yeah. Um, And we get them. um, So we know they all have detention, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so now... Moe's and Ned are going to ask Loomer about detention. And Loomer uh, does not like detention because of the eighth graders. Were you afraid of the upperclassmen when you were a kid? No. No, I I wasn't. Not Um, even as a Hey Arnold fan with that bullying episode? No, not really. Because, like, I had my brother who was an upper, like, was always, like, two years older. That's true. So he didn't, yeah, he wasn't super scary to me. So that was like my only perception of people who were older. Um, no, yeah, they, they didn't scare me too much. But these eighth graders, we see them come down the hall. They like cause a ruckus. One of them looks like Jason Dolly. Um, they like are ripping up books and stuff. They're menaces. Uh, they're absolute menaces. Coconut Head uh, is going to be... so. <laughs> coconut heads coming off the set of white chicks i don't know what's happening here he looks like uh <laughs> he looks like what i imagine the founding fathers looked like on a daily basis um it's where like, he he's like a powdered donut yeah he has silver hair here and he's gonna have a face covered in like baby powder he's gonna walk down the hallway uh, and they're like oh coconut head you just did detention how was it and he's like unable to speak he all over the place he's like coach durga jim detention like it's awful he looks like he saw a ghost maybe there's ghosts in detention ren we know that there's paranormal activities at this school that's true we could see some ghosts yeah uh all right so now we so the most cookie and ned have kind of uh now been able to gauge just how bad detention is and from what they've gathered it's not a good time is it ren detention is the worst unless your homeroom teacher likes you Mm. that's fine that's not bad yeah and in this case it's with mr sweeney who does not like ned the king of detention yeah do you think does he volunteer to do detention i think it's like a hobby for him yeah he's not getting paid you know, it, this is like his quiet time. Yeah, volunteer hours. Yeah, uh, so before we actually get into detention, um, we're going to get here a paper airplane sequence, which we see this paper airplane uh, go around the school and go into Mr. Monroe's room, right? Uh, Mr. Monroe, or the life science teacher, he tries to smack the paper airplane with one of the baby dolls. 
the paper airplane gains sentience and starts dodging. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like breaking things behind him. He like loses it. And then he ends up with class dismissed, which I, I've heard that a lot in TV shows and movies, but like they can't just do that. He's given up on the class. Yeah. They can't just say class dismissed. It's like in, in, in college, you can do that. Like, what are you, how's a life science teacher going to teach if he's destroyed all his babies? Okay, that's right. But what I'm saying, like, I'm not so stuck on him being like, oh, like, I can't teach anymore. But I'm Where just, are the kids going to go? That's what I'm stuck on. He's like, They're, class dismissed, and these kids have nowhere to go for, like, 30 minutes. They're going to roam the halls. <laughs> yeah, and principal's going to walk up to them, hey, why are you not in class? Class got dismissed. Why did class get dismissed? Uh, airplane flew through and teacher hit baby uh on the wall how tightly monitored were the hallways in your school you I, you and i have talked briefly about the hallway monitor situation uh, not oh, yeah, that's really. true you didn't have hall monitors yeah no hall monitors you didn't you didn't believe in them but like no. you couldn't walk around freely and like <laughs> sneak out of class right there was uh, no way like what was your situation like no what? you could not you, sneak like, you, out of class could, you escape? could i escape no that, all right, that'd be like a theoretical impossibility like in your environment. Like to play hooky? Like to, talking- make, like to skip a period. Like let's yeah. say you're there for the day, you wanted to skip a period. Yeah, someone's going to notice. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, we didn't have a pond to like hide in or anything like that. <laughs> so I would have needed to, I don't know, go like hide in my car or something. Not sure. Lean back uh, in your seat, just stare up for <laughs> 45 minutes. Instead of going to biology. The break you needed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so we get this sequence. This is pretty much just letting us know that the airplane is still going. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're now at lunch, they being the, the main trio. Uh, the lunch lady, we learn a little bit about her here. She sees the future in the peas. That's right. She dropped some wisdom for us. Yep. Uh, be patient. He'll call you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Don't you even think about doing that, mm-hmm. honey? You got the detention. Yeah, desperation and aviation is in Ned's future. You know who the uh, lunch lady oracle reminds me of? Uh, who? Odyssey dog. Oh, <laughs> you remember Odyssey? Another, dog? Yeah. Oh, I. How could I ever forget Odyssey dog, Ren? Um, Do you think father comes home from the war? Parts four, five, and six ever came out. Uh, yeah, I think they did, but it happened during the pandemic, so they just will never be seen. No, there's, uh, four, five, and six. Is there an audience for it? Because you gotta see one, two, and three. And only so many people saw one, two, and three. That's true. Uh, us being the part of that few. Yeah. I'm looking it up. It looks like nothing has come out for four, five, and six. Do we didn't what were we told that there's gonna be uh, up to nine? Is it a uh, like Star Wars? I'm pretty sure the idea Civil War, right? Yes. Four, yeah. five, and six, I think would have been either World War II or Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And then seven, eight, and nine either would have been like Vietnam or the Iraq War or whatever yeah. Middle Eastern War the United States was in at the time. Because we saw this at what, like 2014, 2015? Yes, 20, very 2015. Long time ago. Yeah. So, but it takes a lot of time to write a play, especially yeah. one uh, that That's needs to shoehorn a talking hard. dog. Is it? 
So to give some context, uh, Father Comes Home from the War, parts one and two are a very dramatic, very serious, very good Civil War story about, I think he's a Southern slave who fights for the Confederacy, right? Yes, correct. And he gets taken away from uh, the plantation he's on to fight with his master, I think, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, right what, alongside. Like, yeah. It's something like that. But uh, those first two acts are like pretty serious and straightforward. Then part three, he comes home from the war and there is a talking dog named Odyssey Dog who is a buffoon. Essentially. Like, <laughs> the, the audience starts laughing uh, uncontrollably. You know, the whole tone is completely shifted in this thing. And there's an act break after part two. So it's very much going from this super serious work that gets you excited for the finale and then just getting a literal pie thrown in your face it's awful uh and on top of that uh the reason why uh, i can assume most people would go to see it is because it's required viewing as part of a class that you convince nine of your closest friends to take part in uh, our intensive uh what was it uh like theater uh drama and i don't know uh the arts in boston maybe it was like a an eight-hour class that met five times over the course of two months? Yes. Yeah, two months. Uh, yeah. Our Blue Man Group project came out good, though. Yeah, we put together a nice project on a building where the Blue Man Group uh, exists. That was a great class, Ren. I, you and I, I think, off-podcast should reminisce about that one sometime. Definitely. Uh, that was a good class. There were some good characters. There was some good activity in there. Um yeah, there's a lot, a lot there. Uh, just like uh, when, so the nice thing about Father Comes Home from the War is that there's an intermission. At school, uh, students have an intermission called lunch. That's uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is, it is, it is going to be a long one, I guess. Um, so <laughs> I wasn't planning on it, but it's, we're just going to do it. Um, so Ned, at lunch, uh, sits down and he tells Moe's and Cookie he can't eat, he can't sleep. Uh, this is I liked the joke of Ned being wide awake through all his classes. Love it. Yeah, I, I like... never fell asleep in class, but I did once fall asleep during an MCAS. During an MCAS? I, like after you were done, or like in the no, middle I of fell it? asleep during an MCAS exam. Yeah, I I woke up and I finished it in time, but good. I remember the panic of like dozing off, waking up and realizing what I had just done. Yes. I I gotta finish this. I gotta go. Uh, Wow. No, I, uh, I've never fallen asleep in school, but the way that this joke is executed is great. Uh, It's, I, I forgot what the joke was last week, but you and I were talking about, or maybe it was in the pilot, but it's like, Almost like the writers wrote this, this line where they yeah. say like Ned, uh, where Ned says like, I can't eat, I can't sleep. And then they're like, oh shoot, should we have him say this? It's like, he hasn't gone home. It's, it's been less than a full day. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, let's leave it in, but just give, give like a comedy excuse. Uh, and so they left it in and then Ned explains, well, I've been a wide, wide awake in every class. So that's why I can't sleep. Uh, yeah, so we get this. Uh, Cookie comes into the cafeteria. This is the first time of two times in this episode we will see Cookie in all velvet. And Cookie's looking fresh today. He is looking fresh. Yeah, he's got a nice orange velvet tracksuit. <laughs> um, it's so tacky. 
It's awful. He has a bunch of plastic silver jewelry uh, because getting detention has made him a bad boy, Ren. Not just any bad boy, but Polk's number one bad boy. Mm -hmm. And he hates pinches. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So most pinches him after he sits down. Uh, Why is this, Ren? Does most think uh, Cookie has died and is now a ghost? Cookie is letting all this power go to his head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you Mo- hear he hang glided into the episode today, landed on Sweeney and crushed him? I did hear that. Yes. He, uh, yeah, so that's, that's how he's, he's gotten so popular ever since he got detention. And he's telling everyone at school, Ren, all these made up exaggerated stories about how he got detention. Um, you know, detention, something that happens to everyone. Like, not everyone, obviously, mm-hmm. Bryce. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> detention, well, you you're good. Students. That's Ren. That's my thing. Is after if you had cried getting out of the pond, I think you would have been fine. <laughs> you would have been a okay. And no, not donut? true. Not true. Because when I got into that fight in the eighth grade, the other kid cried to the principal, and we both still got suspended. Ah, uh, his was probably shorter. Like off the record. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So Cookie, the power's gone to his head. He thinks that he's the most popular bad boy in school. Everyone, someone approaches him wants his autograph um, for crushing Sweeney with the hang glider. And uh, so there, there's this. Then they look over. They're still so scared of detention. The eighth graders are at lunch. They're chilling. Uh, one of them is like actively uh, lifting a weight. <laughs> like a barbell. One of them was lifting a weight, yes. The one that looks like Newt. <laughs> uh, so I just, I thought that was, that was funny. So they Hold go... On. Yeah, they're going to go to Mr. Chopsaw. Moe's and Ned are. You got to fight fire with fire. Yeah. Um, the only way to get through deten- uh, detention will be talking to someone who understands just how, how crazy of a time it is. Uh, a strong right. like oak, pliable like bamboo, Ren. Yes, what were you going to say? <laughs> Those terms, which one, which one of us is strong like yeah. oak? Who is pliable like bamboo? Uh, I am bamboo, you are oak. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Only uh, the strong survive middle school. Uh, Chopsaw's a real Darwinist. Mm-hmm. He is, yeah. As soon as you, this is his advice for detention. As soon as you get in, find the leader, face them down. Show no fear. On the inside, only the strongest survive. It's better to be feared than loved. These are more prison rules than detention yeah. rules. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what the show is getting at. Is it subtly telling us that Mr. Chopsaw is giving prison rules to these <laughs> kids about to go to detention? Um, and then Ned's like, okay, yeah, we just gotta be like Oak. And then he's like, uh, no, Ned, you're not Oak. You're more like Kindling. Moe's is like Kindling. Yeah. Um, and so the airplane comes in, flies around a bit, Chopsaw's arm gets corkscrewed. Um, uh, <laughs> like, I don't know how else to describe it. That's really the perfect definition, I think. Yeah. And then he screams at the top of his lungs until school ends. (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Chopsaw, I I don't remember. I remember, like, obviously the incident that we saw in the pilot. Yeah. Um, But I don't remember it being so consistent. And I hope that there's a lot more. Mr. Chopsaw somehow mangling his arm in (laughs) with shop equipment. I remember it happening more than once, but I don't okay. remember if it. I hope it becomes a running gag because I do yeah. like it. I think it's, I, it's I love some funny. good uh, physical violence humor if it's done well. 
All right. Are you ready for detention finally? I am. Let's get this half hour done. Yes. Uh, so we go to detention. Uh, first, the, the gang, the three of them, go into a room. And Loomer's right-hand man, whose name we don't know, but he's been with Loomer in various yeah. scenes. Uh, he's in here. And Mose gives him, like, a little talk, like, hey, are you in charge? Like, I'm Oak. Uh, <laughs> better to be feared than loved, and vice versa. <laughs> I uh, like the and vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like, not lingered on. It just passes by, mm. but nice little joke to think about. Yeah, so she, Mose is immediately asserting her dominance here. Things are looking up for them until they realize that this is not detention. It's actually sewing club. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, Loomer's sidekick, he hears this and he's like, oh, uh, yeah, I thought this was detention too. And then leaves and is uh, strangely absent from detention. That's right. Mm-hmm. But Mr. Monroe comments that he was his best cross-stitcher. Yeah. Uh, do you know how to cross-stitch? I don't. Do you? Yeah. I get the concept. You cross over and under and stitch something do, like, together. I basic sewing and stuff. Yeah. I think I sewed in uh, art class at one point really yeah i remember the the needle like we had a blue needle but i don't remember what i had to sew i took a sewing class in a uh, middle school actually oh uh one of my electives was mm-hmm. sewing and another one i took was woodshop oh so you're you're a classic uh oak i'm a classic i got the classic middle school tv experience yeah. pretty much strong like oak yeah so now they're gonna go into the real detention room after they made that little snafu and they go in immediately before sitting down. Coach Durga pops in. I need a victim. Where's Coconut Head? Mosley will do. Yeah. <laughs> Mose, you'll be fine. I love Durga's just her ferocity. Yep. <laughs> she represents like everything. Like she, I think she's a worse teacher than Sweeney because she feels a bit realer. Yes. Of like. Because any other show wouldn't have the gall to have her say, I need a victim. Like, they'd have her say, I need a victim. I mean, uh, a volunteer. Like, that's what Corey in the house would do. Yes. Uh, Ned's the classified just lets her get away with saying, I need a victim. It it captures what it feels like to be in middle school. Yeah. Uh, So she takes Moe's. Moe says, it's okay. I'm an oak. And she, like, hesitantly goes. She's gone. And now Cookie and Ned are left in detention by themselves. Uh, the eighth graders get up. They break Cookie's jewelry. They break his glasses? Yeah. Uh, and then Cookie uh, crumbles under the pressure. And I should use that like every episode. Cookie crumbles. That's how Cookie crumbles. And that's how Cookie crumbles. He crumbles under the pressure of the eighth graders. And he explains to them that the wind came through and took his paper plane. And whoosh, plane fly. Uh if this happened in prison, Cookie would be so upset. Uh, I don't, I don't know what you mean by that. He'd lose all his power. Okay, sure. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. uh, wood shop, cork saw, chop saw, just gave him, <laughs> gave him some good uh, prison advice, and he Cook- messed it all up. Cookie, well, no, Cookie wasn't there. He oh, was that's right. Just absent from it because his that's whole true. thing is, I don't need advice. I'm the the like baddest right. boy in town he's a bad bad man yeah so uh and now he crumbles he's no longer the bad 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 man he's like these eighth graders they're gonna get me sweeney comes in tells them all to sit down don't talk uh what do you think about the sween hey red yeah uh, my fist 
your face. I need you to speak up and talk at a full volume whisper. So my, I can hear you, but Sweeney can't. My fist, your face. Oh, uh, what? My fist, your face. And scene. Yeah, what did you think about this? The eighth graders are all, like all four of them are sitting behind Ned and Cookie who are sitting in the front row. Uh, they're sitting behind them, putting like pounding their fists into their the palm of their hands, mouthing over and over, and then whispering <laughs> and getting louder and louder. My fist, your face. To Cookie and Ned. It's, I think, funnier on paper than it is in execution. Not to say that it isn't funny. It is funny. Mm-hmm. But I think the concept of it is much funnier than yeah. what it is on screen. Because it's them just pounding their fists repeatedly <laughs> while mouthing words in silence to these two children. Yeah, and it, so it happens here. And then we see it again later in, in detention as well. Like in this the same... 30 minute time frame like they don't have anything else original to come up with they just this is what they do my fist your uh your face all right you ready for uh we get some tips here uh finally about detention right um let's declassify these yeah so well let's uh, we won't like we won't grade them now right oh we're going through them right we're gonna i don't know Usually we grade them. We grade them after the segment. Yeah, but don't we discuss so, them at all during this? Like when they come yeah, up? Like I guess if they're applicable, which they are, right? This is in, in detention. The teacher is your best friend, so they're like, okay, we got to be near Sweeney because then six twenty five a another tip is stay close to the teacher. Okay, so their goal is like just be physically near the teacher and you'll be okay. Uh, that's gonna work out though. But then Sweeney has to make a phone call. <gasps> Did you Uh-oh. notice that Cookie's glasses come back and are fixed? No, but I don't know. Is it big oversight, do you think? I don't think it's an oversight. I'm pretty sure it's intentional to keep his character design consistent. Is it his uh, his old glasses or new ones? Because they snapped the new ones. Good question. I don't know, actually. Maybe he has the backup pair on him. Yeah. Um, For continuity purposes, may it could be his old one. Yeah. Well, I didn't take it as like a continuity error so much as just a detail. Yeah. They wouldn't keep him without his glasses for the rest of the episode. No. Um, yeah. So before Sweeney goes out to make a call, Ned is scared. Ned doesn't want to be left with the eighth graders who inevitably will keep pounding their fist to their hands and saying, my fist, your face. Um, so Ned quickly asks Sweeney, uh, what is science? What and- is science? Well, let's start with an equation, Ren. And then we fade out and fade back in. And then the whiteboard is covered with utter nonsense. And that's science. Yeah. Could you make out anything that was on that board? Absolutely not. Yeah. I paused it. I looked at it. There's nothing. Nothing there. Um, And so Sweeney's like, all right, I'm going to leave to make my call now. He goes to leave. During that time, uh, Cookie made a paper clip chain <laughs> sturdy enough to attach both his and ned's seats to sweeney mm-hmm. and Sweeney's... how does the chain not work i don't know i have no clue how it didn't work Red. <laughs> you'd think having your teacher physically dragging you out of detention would be a flawless plan yes 
Yeah, that's that's what you would think, um, and that they would never notice that their weight has been uh, potentially doubled or even tripled by having to drag along two students behind them via chain. Yeah, uh, not a good plan. Horrible plan. Yeah, he Sweeney immediately catches on to them. Well, not immediately. He takes a couple of steps, and he's like, something's off. And then he pulls the chain closer and tells Ned and Cookie to go sit down and not say anything. Uh, so Sweeney finally leaves, and it's just Ned and Cookie and the eighth graders. What's going to happen, Ren? Bryce, two more minutes and they would have lived. Yeah, too bad. Time is up, and the, uh, the eighth grader's fist is about to meet Ned and Cookie's face. But wait, what's that, Ren? It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's a paper airplane. Even better. Mm-hmm. In um, true, uh, like, a Christmas story-esque fashion, uh, one's eye is going to be taken out by something that we've seen coming the whole, the whole time. Uh, and the bully's eye is going to get stabbed directly by the paper airplane. Love it. Mm-hmm. Kind of gruesome. Uh, once it's finally fully extracted, detention is over, and Ned and Cookie are able to leave, and then they meet up with Moe's, who, uh, yeah, you, you said it, Ren. Is... She's not as white. Yeah, so uh, she, her hair is not uh, as silver as Coconut Head's was, but what was she doing? Why, why was Coconut Head covered in baby powder? They were playing clean erasers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, that's very, like, to me, that comes off as, uh, the writers have done a pretty good job, but even, like, the early 2000s, we were on Expo at that point, right? We weren't, yeah. there's a lot of whiteboard, a lot of blackboards that we see in this school that make me say, eh. It, it goes to show that, you know, the writers are writing from their high school experiences. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And now we get our final tip here. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. So we have our tips here, Red. Let's let's put these tips on the tip tier and then okay. go on to our second segment. Put them in the tip jar. The tip jar, yes. Um, in de- So this is tip number 217. In detention, the teacher is your best friend. In detention? Mm-hmm. As someone who went to detention, you are not going to be physically threatened in detention. No. You're never going to be in the situation that Ned and Cookie were in in real life yeah i don't know why the teeth like other than to your point like the physical threat like i don't know why the teacher would need to be your best friend why you would really need to do anything with the teacher in detention this Uh, definitely feels catered to the cartoon world of ned's instead of like actual school logic yeah uh d pretty bad tip yeah I, i was thinking d as well unusable not a great one uh, tip number 625A. Stay close to the teacher. <laughs> if you are getting physically close to your teacher in detention, you are just going to get more detention. Yeah. Uh, I think bad tip. Uh, Horrible. D, again. Yeah. Uh, okay, and our last one, 219. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. This is like... <laughs> The most generic baby ass like tip advice ever. It's like stuff your parents tell you when you watch when you play cops and robbers for the first time when you're three. 
Don't they don't do want the, you to grow up to be a bandit. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. It's yeah. it's nothing advice. It's something that's just inherent to living. It's not a tip. Mm-hmm. D. Okay. <laughs> do, you, do you debate it or? Not at all. Yeah, <laughs> these are some pretty bad detention tips here. And they came late in the script, which tells mm-hmm. me that the writers must have forgot <laughs> and then remembered, oh shit, we do tips. Yeah. Well, yeah, because don't do the crime if you can't do the time already popped up. It was on a like a poster on the wall. Yeah. Uh, in the detention room. So it was weird for it to now come up at the end of the episode as a tip in and of itself. So. It felt very shoehorned in to give the episode like a positive message for kids about detention. Yeah. Like, don't be a troublemaker, kids. Mm-hmm. That's, just, that's just life. You don't, that doesn't have to be the message of an episode. It's boring. Well, especially when like, again, Ned and Moe's didn't do the crime. That's true. They were just standing up for Cookie. They yeah. did the right thing. Yeah, realistically, went on a power trip. Yeah, Cookie really didn't do the the crime either. So th- there, there's no crime. Like I, I don't understand why you know even in the context of the episode. Yeah, I I think this segment failed the concept of detention in that case. I think it our, did too. Our characters didn't de- deserve detention. It should have been like us, where you <laughs> either made a comment during prayer or <laughs> I beat up a student. Cookie should yeah. have made a comment during prayer and Ned should have beat up Loomer. <laughs> Loomer. Yes. Um, well, yeah, because it's, it's so easy for like, Loomer gives Ned a noogie and then the teacher sees it and for whatever reason, like gives them both attention. Like that's, I think, more believable than just Ned being like, uh, Cookie didn't do that. And Sweeney just being like, detention. And that's like true to life because that's what schools do. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter if you get hit or you're defending yourself. If you're in a fight at all, you're going to get in trouble for it because that's just the way our public education system handles that kind of stuff now. Yeah, That was the case in the early 2000s too. Yeah. Um, Okay. So that's our first segment, Ren. That's the tension. Now we're going to look at at teachers. We're going to visit the city of Bratislava and (laughs) some delicious... Haluski that we'll pay for with our Karuna. <laughs> are those real? Yeah, those are all real. Those are those all, are all uh, Slovakian. This teacher was so uh, excited to educate about it. Um, so we, we start this segment off. This is Ned uh, tell, like doing his thing where he talks to the audience and kind of introduces the topic. Yeah, his fourth wall break. Yeah. Uh, he's saying, you know, there's different types of teachers. There's the questioning teacher. Uh, and these are all in, intertwined with tips as well. So this is like, don't be afraid to raise your hand with the questioning teacher. Yeah. So he's giving us a tip to kind of survive the different types of the teachers. Um, so then here we have like tip number 112 uh, is do anything you can to stay awake uh, when facing the boring teacher. Mm-hmm. Did you have a lot of boring teachers growing up? So there's one that comes to mind. There's really? one that jumps out to me who in high school like was notorious for just like monotone voice, really, really boring, super nice teacher, like mm-hmm. su- kindest, kindest person. But no, I, I could not. They were very, very boring and dry. I also had a boring teacher. My, uh, mm-hmm. I think he was the chemistry teacher in high school. Yeah. Dull as a rock. What would you do to... Um, what would you do to 
you know, survive the boring class. I, we didn't have a lot of classes in college, but this is a trait I continued throughout all mm-hmm. my education. I love drawing in my notebooks. Oh, like little doodles? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much all I did throughout school instead of taking notes. I just drew. Yeah, I'm trying to, I definitely, so I've never been like a note taker. I've never, yeah. I, I've never, it's never done anything for me. It's never been beneficial for me. Yeah, me neither. Um, I don't, I never take notes in. Yeah. For classes and stuff. So I don't know. I must have done something to like pass the time. Like maybe just yeah, otherwise like, you'd be bored out of your mind just yeah. like listening. No, like no kid can stand sitting through a whole lecture like that. No, I think I would sometimes pull the puzzle page from the newspaper. Yeah. And do those. I don't know. I don't know what I did. Uh, but yeah, so that's like the boring teacher. We get introduced to the distracting teacher. Uh, which in this opening is uh, a teacher who I don't know how to describe this one, Ren. Uh, he's like a ring, ring hair, right? Ring beard. Yeah, I said full circle head of hair. Uh, like I don't. His like beard and hair fully connect, but he doesn't have a mustache. No, yeah, it's just a full, full circle around his head, the front of his head, not the the top. He's full on top too, but. I, I, I had teachers with bad hair, but I can't say they were distracted. No. Um, well, so if you do have a teacher who's distracting, focus on the teaching, not the teacher, and keep your eye on your work. Okay. Sound advice. Yes. Uh, and then there's one, and there's no tips for this one yet, the evil teacher who tries to destroy you. Uh, Did you have a teacher whose goal was to destroy you in school? Um... Teachers generally liked me. I, I don't know if they like... No, I think generally teachers liked me. Yeah. Yeah. I would, um, based on the vibe of the class, like sometimes I would be like a little bit goofier uh-huh. than like I probably should have been. Yeah. But otherwise, like I was, I don't think, super problematic. I never had any teachers that were out to get me. Yeah. I never uh, got that vibe, at least. Did you ever have a teacher who would open up their door to say, see you later, uh, and fire would be streaming out of their door? <laughs> you weren't close with any of your teachers? Uh, or to see you later? Like, a bye, Bryce, to you specifically? No, I mean, I'd get like, that. It's good to have you in class today, Bryce. I would get, sometimes I'd get that, but not with the fire. <laughs> Uh, that we see in this episode where Sweeney pops out to say, see you later, Ned, as fire is uh, blazing behind him. Yeah. You know, I feel like more teachers should taunt their students <laughs> menacingly. It builds character, you know? Hey, Ren, looking forward to seeing you in biology. I would have, I th- I'd be so upset if a teacher did that to me. Yeah. Would. <laughs> I would not look forward to that biology class. Uh, so that's our, our intro. This episode, we're going to see all three of our characters have kind of their own plot lines, but come yeah. together twice. Okay, so uh, they are together at the start of this, or maybe they come together three times. They're together at the start of this episode. They're in the hallway. Uh, Mo's great mood. She has her favorite math teacher later today. Mrs. Morrison. Mm-hmm excited to go to math which is not her favorite she likes woodshop more yeah but it's one of her favorites it was that was a weird line i thought that was a cute little detail yeah like it was like the writers 
wrote this and they were like, oh, we don't want people to get the wrong idea that Moses is like a math head. Right. So we want one like they, instead. Write, they write the math line. They don't want to erase it. So they just keep writing. Yeah, exactly. I, I thought it was odd. So they were like, <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. They, instead of just backtracking and having her say like math is one of my favorites. They had her say math is my favorite. Well, wood shopping is my favorite, but math is a close second. <laughs> yeah, they were ready with a typewriter. They couldn't, no way to go back. Every letter counts. They actually um, get they actually get charged by the letter. <laughs> Nickelodeon's very tight about that. So Moe's great mood. She has math. Um, Cookie back in all velvet, but this time it's not a tracksuit. It's like um, James Bond leisure robe. Yeah. <laughs> yes, all dressed up. And the reason why is because he has mi- uh, Miss in style. That's right, the foreign languages teacher. Hilarious that there's a subject that's just foreign languages. Not even one specific They language. couldn't pick one. Did you take a language in school? Uh, I took Latin for three years, and then I took Spanish one my senior year with a bunch of freshmen. I took Spanish and French for seven years. Yeah. Can you, are you, uh, you, your Spanish is good, right? I know Spanish. Uh, I've retained zero French. French, but yeah. The only, reason, the only reason I can still speak and read Spanish is because I'm fluent in Portuguese and they overlap yeah. a bit. Yeah. Like, otherwise, I'm sure I would have completely lost it. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know much Latin. But uh, do you want a Latin connection I can give you? Yeah. So, like, so Latin itself, the language, like, when you learn it, uh, it isn't so much about, like, the knowing the language but it's about uh be like looking at words differently right. and then like being able to, to break them down essentially so like earlier when there was the line in the first segment about uh av the in ned's peas yeah uh, aviation was in there uh aviation uh comes from like if you break it down avi is awi which is bird in latin yeah. um so obviously tied to a bunch of, of bird based and flying based terms in english but so there you go that's my latin connection yeah it's a good skill to have yeah so it, it helps occasionally but the thing is i didn't retain a lot of those like root words yeah but i'm it. still i'm still better at um identifying when there are root words and like mm-hmm. trying to connect them so uh all right so cookie wants to impress miss <laughs> in style <laughs> right uh cookie's so thirsty yeah he's in love with her uh this is like a generic plot line that we get in pretty much every middle school high school based show right is like the the students in love with his teacher yeah um so now we get them all in their individual classes ned is gonna go to science which he's not looking forward to he doesn't like sweeney uh he's banging on a massive beaker which is, yeah, the beaker was huge, right? It was huge, and there was very little liquid in it. Yeah, not a lot. It seems like what happened was uh, two people from the prop department didn't connect. One of them was like, yeah, I'll go get the beaker. Can someone put, put together the liquid? And someone was like, yeah, I'll make the red liquid. And they came together, and the person with the beaker had a massive beaker. Liquid, just a little bit of liquid. But whatever orange Gatorade was left in his bottle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sweeney tells Ned he should change his last name from Big B to Big F. Big B? Big F? Yeah. So this is funny, but ouch. Ouch. 
Bryce Henderson, I think you should change your last name to Efderson. <laughs> Did you ever get an F? Uh, yeah, there was the, the cases that I most likely would like, I think I got a couple specific ones I can think of. There was one where like I was sick. Yeah, I came in and then the teacher that I had, I was like, hey, I was sick. So I didn't get any of this content. He was like, well, not my problem. Like, you still got to take it. So yeah. I took it and I failed. I drew, I like drew on the test. I remember it, it was a physics test and I wrote, I answered one of the questions about like space monsters or something like that. Cause I just, I've done stuff like that. Yeah. I just didn't know. And I, it sucked. Like I liked the teacher. Yeah. Um, so I felt bad letting him down, but I think like, I didn't know it. So yeah. Um, that, that's like the F that stands out to me, but I didn't do going back to Latin. I never did well in Latin. Yeah. So I probably, I don't know, failed, but definitely got some poor grades in that class. Like nothing sticks out. Like no F stick out is like a noteworthy F I got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I've definitely gotten a few Fs on like uh, homework and stuff and like quizzes. Yeah. But usually I was always pretty careful about like monitoring what my like yeah. average was. So I would, if I noticed that I was getting too many, I would typically mm-hmm. like shape up. Yeah, f- fix it. Usually that was only for like science and math, which are my worst, su- which were always yeah. my worst subjects in school. Yeah. Um, speaking of math, Ren, um, do you want, oh, okay, sorry. Uh, we go to language first. The so boy in we, love must concentrate. Yeah, that's what the uh, Miss in Style is teaching her class to say. They all repeat. Cookie does not repeat. He's sitting there staring and then he gets a oh, piece boy. of paper. Not yet. Is he oh, drooling not yet? No, I don't think he's drooling I thought his yet. lips were wet. Uh, <laughs> I'll go back and zoom in on his lips, Ren. Uh, yeah. let, let, we need to examine the moisture of Simon Cook's lips. Sure. I'll, I'll go go ahead and do that. And then I'll um I'll put in the feedback form. That can be our, our bonus feedback form oh, question. Oh, we can do a drool check. Drool check. Yeah, it was co- is Cookie drooling here? I'll take one of the pictures from the... um. Ned's, uh, whatever it is, every frame of Ned's in order. Yeah. And I'll use that. He never, the guy never finished a Cory in the house. Yeah, but that's okay. That's okay. I don't, I don't think it's okay, but you know, <laughs> I think it needs to be acknowledged. What do you mean you don't think it's okay? You want I them think, to finish I think it? they should have committed and completed it. So, Ren, you and I are probably the only ones who've ever full committed to Cory. <laughs> and like everyone else, makes the half commit and that's more than enough posers i want everyone to meet us on our level they they can't and they won't and i think it's for the better uh so cookie has an f ned has an f mose is in math class her favorite uh unfortunately her teacher is gonna step out because uh, there's a student teacher mr dren yeah uh loomer is in the class he raises his hand and he confirms so you're a student teacher you're a student like us and he's like yeah like you and i hope that soon uh what does he say like you will all like me or something like that and then they all is this when they all grab things out of their bags they do the jar of like perfectly cut pickles yeah it's i thought that was funny um especially because i would picture like comically and like in my head i would picture like he takes out a jar of pickles and he's throwing like full pickles but it's like crinkle cut like yeah, pickles. 
Uh, there's that. Yeah, we get some spitballs here, paper airplanes. There's a kid in this class who I don't think we ever see again, but he is dressed to the nines like the Fonz. I didn't see him. Yeah, he's front row. He's sitting next to Moe's. All the other kids are dressed like middle schoolers. He yeah. is full on hair slicked back, has the glasses, has like a um, leather jacket, black leather jacket. Um, he, weird. I was like, why? This could, could this be a Billy Madison situation? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Should we go back to school? No. No, we shouldn't, friend. Do you, do you not think we'd be able to Billy Madison it? Maybe that could be one of our specials for Ned. Says you and I do like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? We should watch a full, uh, we should find their best episodes and see how well we do. Yeah, I would be, I would, I would play along with, are you smarter than a fifth grader? That'd be fun. So, okay. I feel like we both do miserably, but that'd be fun. Yeah, I think it would be a good podcast. I think we could easily read the questions. Uh, We could get uh definitely not real fifth graders um but we could could do like a phone a friend yeah uh which of our friends is most like a fifth grader uh i feel like that's where destiny comes in oh yep yeah destiny could be our phone a friend fifth grader and she loves slovakia so Mm -hmm. you know it all worked out tonight it does um so there's issues now in all these classes uh, Moe's, Cookie, Ned, they all reconvene to talk about their issues. Uh, I, there's like, there's this Moses scene after scene. What'd you say? Moe's is upset she can't learn math. Yeah. They're like at, This scene is like such a nothing scene. I it's, did like the line, Miss N Styles smells good. Smells good. Yeah, they're talking to you what the issues are. Uh, Ned is like, Sweeney has it out for me. Cookie's like, Miss N Style has, uh, smells good. You know what I thought was a little bit disappointing? What? I feel like instead of teachers, this episode's theme, this segment's theme should have been teacher's pet. Because that was the most interesting element that they introduced mm-hmm. here is like Ned forcing himself into the role of teacher's pet. And that comes up again later when Moe's mm-hmm. tries to help Dren and then she's accused of being a teacher's pet. But it's never really taken to the full extent. And I feel like that's a way more interesting concept to explore than just the nebulous idea of teachers, teachers. And then you only classify for very specific types who let's be real do not mm-hmm. exist at your school yeah i i'd be curious to know if there is there might be an episode later about teachers pet because you're right it's a, a subject in and of itself that could easily fill 11 minutes yeah but um we don't get that here uh yeah they're all they don't like being called a teacher's pet that's what Ned decides that that's how he's going to handle his Sweeney situation is he, he's going to become the teacher's pet. Um, Cookie's going to handle his situation by only looking up when absolutely necessary. <laughs> and Moses is going to handle her situation by asking the student teacher about the lesson that the last math teacher left off on. So to like try to help him out. Okay. Um, now we get, it's like really brief clips yeah, streamed it's mainly in, to get us through the week. Yeah, streamed into like the week format uh, where we see Ned is about to take a quiz and tell Sweeney that he looks good. It looks like he's lost some weight. And Sweeney okay. has lost some weight. Yeah, thanks so for noticing. Appropriate. Uh, Cookie is trying to not look up, but he does. And then he has a drool warning appear on his computer glasses. And it's pretty gross. 
slimy. It is. Yeah, he it, like, drools. It spills. There's, there's like a little uh, icon in the bottom right that fills up with drool. Oh, is there? Yeah. Don't like it. No, so he's doing that. Uh, Mose is in her class. We have Loomer sitting in the back, uh, shining a light, actively burning the student teacher alive. That made me laugh so much. Just Dren confused why he's burning. <laughs> Billy with the glass. Yeah. He's eating like, him from afar like he's an anthill. And then Mose takes, so this is when Mose takes the glasses from the kid who looks like the Fonz and then sh- uh, shines it back at Loomer. Loomer then screams, my eyes, my eyes. It, it's like he's almost crying as he screams. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, and so now Mose then asks about the lesson and everyone gets upset. They're like, ah, oh, come on. Uh, uh, we're on to another day. Cookie is sitting there in his class. Uh, he now has a bucket to catch his drool. He gets delivered uh, the results of a quiz. His teacher and missed. Child was wearing a gloves. Like, dishwasher gloves. Yeah. Doesn't want to get near it. A bucket of drool is a lot of bucket, Ren. That's a lot so, of drool. That's what I meant to say. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of buckets. So much bucket. Mass <laughs> amounts of bucket. Uh, yeah, so he gets another F. Ned gets his quiz back that we saw him taking earlier. He's now dressed as Sweeney. He gets an F on the quiz, too. Damn, these boys are messing mm-hmm. up real bad this week. Yep. And then uh, with Moe's, the teacher is getting slammed with massive spitballs. They're all in blue ponchos. Yeah. <laughs> Whole group as if they're front row at Blue Man Group. Uh, yeah, they are covered in spitballs it's so much spit ren it's disgusting too much saliva the tips just aren't working bryce no yeah so the main three reconvene they're like nothing's going right everything's going wrong uh mose and cookie want more tips ned says you have to figure it out for yourselves mose suggests to ned just do the work do the work but Mm -hmm. wait a Hmm. second Huh. That might work. Yeah. And so now we get, uh, pretty much the end of this episode is just tied to these tips. Yeah. Like, uh, this whole segment is super quick to talk about. Because I, I feel like there's not... I there's don't know. Like, it's, it's, it's so to the point that there's nothing to analyze. No. No, there there's, isn't much here. Yeah, so now they all have their own tips, right, uh, for these teachers. Ned gives tip 388XU, don't kiss up, do the work. Right, so Ned's lesson here is yeah, just simply do Actually the work. do the work. Pay attention. It, it, like, it speaks for itself. It's self-explanatory. Yeah, and then Ned gets a B. Big B for big F. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he transfers out because he can't control his urges. Yeah. He does. It's a last resort to transfer to another class go somewhere else and he does and he ends up with a hair ring and he's still uh still in love (laughs) still got those love eyes on and now mose is helping uh mose mose's thing is helping the teacher doesn't make you a teacher's pet uh that she speaks up again and is like let's just get to the theory please and the teacher says mose like it's up to me to teach, not you. Go to the vice principal's office. Uh, 
and he goes out with her to like really make it seem like he's like strict and he was in on it the whole time what a what a fun little ruse the two came up with it worked i don't know like if i'm a teacher and a student walks up to me and they're like hey i see that things are going really poorly for you um i have an idea how about you (laughs) yell aggressively at me and you mention me getting expelled you have to think of it from Dren's perspective. Yeah. Things were going really poorly. <laughs> yeah. No, not good. Not good. But not now good things are better. All. Right? Now his face isn't going to get actively seared off by one of his <laughs> students. How many, how many people has Billy burned? <laughs> Just simply burned with fire? <laughs> Probably a lot. <laughs> yeah it's one of his one of his go-to techniques uh and that i mean that's pretty much the episode yeah more right. or less that's the segment it was fine yeah yeah it, some... i think the episode would have benefited if it was flipped yeah um would have given us better context i don't know sweeney is so weird all these other characters have been um very multi-dimensional Ned, at the end, of, when he's, like, going through his thing where he's saying, like, just do the work, he's talking about, you know, teachers are people, too. Um, so, remember, they, like, they want you to succeed. If you succeed, they succeed. Yeah. Right? Which I think is a great message. Uh, and Sweeney, like, kind of smiles at Ned, and it's like, oh, did he just smile? Uh, but I still feel like Sweeney's not a human being. He's not. He's, he's a villain. He's the villain of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's that's a good message it makes sense given the context mm-hmm. and we're early enough in the series where this isn't really an issue to frame it through sweeney yeah but like he's clearly the antagonist he's clearly going to be in an antagonistic role in the future that's going to portray him in an unsympathetic light just by virtue of that mm-hmm. and it's going to make him not look like a person because he can't be that's not the role he's meant to play but i think i think ned C. classified can make him a person like yeah. i think he could be both he could both be the really strict teacher and a human being right now i don't well i i don't remember a lot of the show i don't feel like that's the direction he'll go in yeah but we're still early you know mm-hmm. the show's still feeling itself out yeah um all right let's say there's a, a lot of tips here i think there's six or seven here yeah um so and these are just them on their own remember we don't necessarily look directly at, at the context of them this is tip number 104 don't be afraid to raise your hand I mean, uh, it's a yeah. good, uh, good tip for school. I guess it's better to participate than to not. Yeah, and um, I like. I feel like it's an A tip. Yeah. It's always good to just volunteer some info, even if it's wrong. Right? Yourself out the there. Shows that you're active. You're mm-hmm. participating. Um, this is tip number one twelve. Do anything you can to stay awake. <laughs> I guess. I mean, don't fall asleep in class. But like, in life, is this a good tip? <laughs> No. Anything you can to stay (laughs) at all times. You are not going to sleep tonight, Bryce. Don't you dare. I have to do anything possible to just stay awake. Yeah. Um, In class, yeah. But even in class, it's like, do anything to stay awake? Scream. Mm -hmm. Ah! Or hit him up. Yeah, I I feel like this is a C tip. That's what I was feeling, too. Okay. Um, 
Focus on the teaching, not the teacher. Uh, um, I guess. That's another good tip. The way yeah. it's framed is kind of through Ned's cartoonish world, but it's good advice. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think it's like a mid-level tip. Yeah, you think it'd be? Yeah. Focus on the teaching, not the teacher. Uh, I f the teacher is important. It is. The teacher is important. Yeah. So um, keep your eye on your work. I mean. Don't copy. Yeah, but I don't. In the context of this, it's weird. Uh, the tip doesn't get me. Keep your eyes on your work. Mm -hmm. Like well, this, is, this is in contextually, this was because Cookie was yes drooling over his teacher, which is not a relatable thing. No. Um, keep your eye on your work. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like make sure you're staying focused. Make sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Right. I guess. I don't know. It's, it's an uninspired tip, so I'll, it I'm is. going to put it in C. Okay. Uh, and then we get the end of episode tips. Don't kiss up, do the work. Yeah, I, don't be yeah. a kiss ass. I think this is probably one of the best tips. Definitely. I, right, in general, in life, um, at the end of the day, just do the work. Like, just, you know, do what you got to be doing. It will, um, it will make people in your job or field like you so much more than if you were are just yeah kissing you're faking it um as a last resort transfer to another class if you gotta transfer out you gotta transfer out true 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 um so what, what is that as a last resort transfer to another class like a, another uninspired tip i feel yeah like a c even yeah <laughs> Okay, and then our, our last tip from this episode was helping the teacher doesn't make you teacher's pet. Um, yeah, but I, you know, I, I guess it depends on your approach, you know? Yeah. It's, it's all about how you interact. It has nothing to do with interacting. Exactly. Like, I don't think it's bad to offer to help the teacher, but it's like, if you're always the one actively doing it, then like, yeah, maybe step back. Yeah. So... Eh. I don't. Ned's tips have not been fantastic, at least not this week. Want to say another C? Yeah. So let's talk. I feel like it was a, a big week for some of these characters. Yes, um, there are going to be some changes tonight. Some direct info regarding their academic success or lack thereof, yes. as well. Uh, how do we think our? If we're looking at our honors role, our honors students being Ned, Mose, and Cookie. How are we doing this week? I think Ned, Cookie, and Moe's all have their academics changed today. Yeah. I think Cookie gets his stamina changed. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You have... I, yeah, I, I think Ned... Uh, sorry, I think Cookie's social status uh, was impacted. Yes. Yep. I can't believe I missed that. Yep. Yeah. Because he, you know, went from zero to hang gliding crusher. So, Do you think that affects his power in any way? Uh, I don't think it affects his power. I think primarily just his social status. I, he, well, he did make an omniscient paper airplane. <laughs> he made a paper, paper airplane so good, it flew the whole day, dodged Mr. Monroe, and then pierced a bully in the eye the moment Cookie needed it to happen. Sure. Yes. <laughs> um, so we have him at a B plus right now for power. We're looking at power that is pretty powerful. 
are we bumping up to is he getting an a minus in power let's say a minus okay all right i mean give, give him the a minus then and so then in terms of the uh stamina why were you thinking his stamina should be impacted cool. okay he couldn't keep up with class you have to transfer out yeah which this unfortunately drops him to an f yes he's that he has a d plus at the moment uh, we can put him at an f <clears throat> in stamina so not his best work and academically if we're still looking at cookie we know that he received two f's on quizzes in a separate class than life science which he already performed poorly in last week let's say both those f's were 50 and that his b what would you what's what's a b range b is uh 85 85 yeah all right what would two fifties do to an 85 uh if we're adding those up 185 divided by three is going to be about a 61 and a half so an f he's failing damn his academics dropped to an f yeah let's put, so, let's put him at a d minus okay give so him that's good yeah. 65 okay and then social status um at least uh, at least up one tier because he's that, popular with the unpopulars now. Yeah, he got he had a C plus last week. Uh, that's where he's been at since the the start of the school year. He had a pretty popular week this week, I think. Um, I would put him in the B range, Ren. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. I was thinking of a flat B. Okay. Um, all right, so Mose, I, I think overall not much is changing with her. I would be interested in. Uh, updating the academics potentially mm-hmm. um but i don't know never mind not even the academics you know social status she made a pariah out of herself yeah her academics helps the teacher social status i think goes down okay so i'm thinking c plus for social status mm-hmm. but i'm also thinking an increase in power for her now that i think about it she was yes. able to get a teacher to do what she wanted <laughs> she had a b she's an oak she's an oak B plus. Yeah. So I agree. She, she's pretty impressive um, in the power form. Uh, stamina. She's currently, she has an A in stamina. I feel like we didn't see anything that would change that. She got the Durga's. Yeah. Laughing without getting too white. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, Ned. Uh, so Ned suffers the same fate as Cookie in that he gets two Fs. Mm-hmm. Since he is starting at a lower place than Cookie at a C, though, I think this does bring him to an F. He's F- failing academically. Oh, but he gets a B at the end. He does, yeah. So, so maybe D minus? Yeah, I'd put him in that D minus range. So socially, uh, not much changes for him. Power, no. not much really. So uh, Ned's power, do you think you think one down? Um, yeah, I would say one down. To... yeah so he's at what like a d plus for his power he's at a, he has he's at a d plus now yeah so that uh he's not really in a good spot at all ren no he's not right wow he... Ned, ned's grades are looking bad yeah the only thing that he is going for him is his stamina he so. can he can endure mm-hmm. uh if we're looking at our cp crew here so did you have anyone you wanted to discuss or because I have three people picked? Nope. I, I have no one in particular okay. who, who I want to, to talk about. So today I picked Billy Loomer, Mr. Yep. Monroe, Mr. Sweeney. Okay. So we'll be creating it for Monroe and Sweeney and yep. then editing for Loomer. 
I was actually wondering before we were watching when we would get to do some more teacher grades, and I feel like now's a good opportunity. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. We saw Monroe uh, attack a paper airplane with a baby for about a minute today. So. And a lot of Sweeney today. Yes, we did. He was heavily featured. So, Billy, do we think any changes to his academics, social status, power, or stamina? Yeah, so if we're looking at him, um, we know social status. He's already not doing well socially. No. Um, he's at what? A D plus, I believe. I have or D at, minus. I have him at a D. Okay. So a, a D. So he, yeah, D minus doesn't exist. Um, I think he's failing. Cause you think he's failing socially? The eighth graders, or maybe not socially, maybe more power. We know the eighth graders have power. Oh, over that's him. right. The eighth graders have more power than him. That changes the hierarchy. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a B plus, but I think he might be more of a C now that we know that. I was thinking B minus. You think a B minus? Yeah, I don't think it puts him. He's he's lower on the totem pole for the eighth graders, but like within the regular crew, he's at that. You know. All right. I feel like at that B minus range. All right, we can give him a B minus. We've got, we can put him at B minus. Uh, anything else for him? I think his academics probably still like D. Yeah. D Social range. status probably same. Yeah. Stamina. Nothing to really gauge. Yeah. All right. Mr. Monroe. Academics. How smart do we think he is? I think he's an expert in his craft. Yes. Yeah. Um, that That's about it. Do you think that translates to a B plus? Yeah, I think probably a B. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe he is the smartest on staff. No, I don't think so either. No. Social so, status. Mm-hmm. He dresses nice and he's the only teacher in the main cast. Oh, I didn't know that. He's built. He's the only teacher built in the main cast. Yeah. I, I think that gives him a pretty good social status then. What do you think? An A minus? Like A minus. Yeah. Right. That's big for him. Um, power. He fought eh. the airplane and destroyed <laughs> and several babies in the process. Yeah. So he's physically strong and he has the stamina to fight back. I, I think he has a high stamina, a low power. All right. So what are we thinking for stamina? Like 88. Okay, like a B, B plus. plus. And for power? Probably like he's low power because he, he never hit it. Like maybe That's like true. a 70. Oh, not a 70. Probably like a uh, D plus. Okay. Yeah. And then lastly, we got our boy Sweeney. Sweeney answered what science was so masterfully, you and I could not understand it at all. <laughs> it was like he was writing in a different language. Almost because it was complete gibberish. So what do you think? Do we put that against him? Or he's do we so... buy into the illusion that he's being framed as smart? I think he's our first A+. Okay. Yeah, A+. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think we're giving the 100 in academics. He is so far... Um, academically gifted and so intelligent that not even we could make sense of that <laughs> of anything on that blackboard social status he is reviled by everyone uh yeah yes what do you think is that an f uh yeah yeah i i students don't like um i don't think staff really cares for him i think he's at an f he does have a lot of power he does have a lot of power mm-hmm I, w- I would say A for power. Yeah. Stamina. Uh, what do you think? Uh, 
I don't think he quits. No. No. He's, he does not give up. He knows knows what he is like trying to do. Um, I don't know. I feel like he's like in the B plus range. That's what I was thinking. Eight. So, those are our, our report card updates this week. A lot of um, our CP crew missing from this week's episode. Yeah, that's true. We got no like no Seth, no Gordy, Lisa, Claire. Which uh, I want. I did want to mention Lisa is supposed to be sitting with them every day at lunch. She's nowhere to be, see- to be seen here. Good point. They're not honoring the deal. Yeah. So maybe the deal fell through. So rent. So let's rate it. Let's okay. Give it a rating. Um, overall scale of one to 10. How are we feeling about detention and teachers? I actually want to re-rate the first two episodes before I rate it. Ooh. Okay. I'll give them both lower scores. Both of the former ones, lower scores. Yep. Interesting. Uh, so you're feeling that this is the best episode left? Yeah. That's not what I said. Okay. Okay. I get. I get what you said. I feel like I need to reevaluate my scoring. I feel like I gave a. I gave out eights too early. Yep. And I'm not leaving enough room for growth. Okay. Sure. Um. So what do you want to change first day and lockers to? Seven. Okay. So this is pretty much you're just like fixing where your average is at. Yeah. Okay. And bathroom and project partners. Seven point five. All right. Uh, what about uh, this episode, Ren? Overall, like, was it good? Was it bad? Uh, the second one was, I think, very... It was the same length amount of time, yeah. but very quick. Like, very fast-moving. Straight to the I point. think this episode suffered from weak tips. Mm-hmm. Like, really, really weak across the board. Uh, it was very funny. It had a lot of humor. I loved the uh, paper airplane... I think the ending to teachers kind of dragged. Not like dragged, but it went too fast. It felt more like, all right, we got to wrap this plot up instead of like focusing on making jokes. Yeah, it was kind of like a a lot of half-baked concepts. Mm -hmm. And that kind of dragged it down for me. Mm -hmm. And you bringing up that the about the order and how they would have benefited from being flipped definitely changed how I saw the episode. Yeah. But it's not a bad episode. I thought it was funny. Definitely about as good as the pilot. If not, definitely better than the pilot. Yeah. Uh, but I think ultimately I'd give it a seven. Okay. Yeah, I think to me this was the weakest one of the three so far. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very... Um, I don't know. I didn't feel like it was as focused as the others were. I think first day lockers to me is that was still like top tier. This yeah. one is more in the six range for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it again, like not bad by any means, but like our our whole scale is like obviously different than what Corey yeah. in the house was. Um, so this to me was like a six out of ten. It was fine. Like I'd rewatch it. I obviously I rewatched it twice. I didn't hate rewatch it twice, um, mm-hmm. but uh, the I don't know, just wasn't my favorite. Yeah, I and I and as we watch more these scores probably are going to get lower yeah. when I reevaluate everything again. Mm-hmm. We figure out where our true middle ground is. Because so. like, for our, just for like context to our audience, like we are coming off Corey, so my frame of reference for ranking <laughs> a TV show is warped. Really off. Yeah. So, uh, 
with that, then that that is it on detention and teachers. The book is closed. <laughs> and now we will be next week looking at seating and tryouts. That's right. Directed by Fred Savage. Ooh. Um, I click on his picture on Wikipedia. Uh, it's a boy. Is that the it's the boy from the Princess Bride? Yeah. Yeah. So He's that boy. He's the grandson. It's a funny movie. I'm sure it'll be a funny episode. We'll have to see. Uh, well, I look forward to that, Ren. Me too. This was uh, quite quite the episode. Uh, we were on topic. We were off topic. Uh, and overall, we are here. Two hours well spent. Incredible. The, <laughs> the only way that I would want to spend two hours is breaking down uh, Ned's. No, it's been, I, I've definitely enjoyed watching Ned's a lot more. Yeah. Um, but I think that the the conversations around it are definitely a lot different than Corey. Oh, for sure. So, uh, Fundamentally. Yeah, it's a lot more fun to like it is. interact with this show versus Corey, which was just why like questioning each poor decision one after the other. So, all right. So with that, then, uh, thank you all so much for listening. You've been making it this far. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, if you want to subscribe to our newsletter. You can find the links. Those will be sent out. Uh, I'll, I'll try to share them sometime this week. And uh, we can put those together and send out our next batch of quarterly newsletters. So, <laughs> All right. Ren, anything else? Are you good to go? I'm good to go. All right. Thank you all so much. Take care. Have a nice night. Have a good day at uh, John Goodman's Good Man Dude Ranch. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Goodbye. You know what the funny thing about uh, bullies are? Not bulls. A little bit of comedy for uh, everyone out there while Bryce is handling Lily. So, uh, Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. This is one of, you know, the first big Nickelodeon Teen Nick shows. Uh, if you don't remember, Teen Nick was a block that lasted from 01 to 09. It generally covered more not like mature necessarily programs but more mature than the average nickelodeon cartoon and not quite as mature as nick at night think of like a middle ground between the two channels like to give you an idea of what airs on teen nick right now they have stuff like iCarly, victoria zoe 101 so you know that kind of junk but uh let's look let's let's see what uh teen nick originally aired the 2000s. I don't know. Nickelodeon had a lot of game shows. I really liked uh, Double Dare when I was growing up. Double Dare 2000 was my version, actually. So not actually Double Dare. But I think Nickelodeon had like a game show channel where you they broadcast their different game shows. They're like earlier game shows. Because I remember there was an arcade one. Damn it, what was it called? Maybe just be called Nick Arcade now. 
Yep, Nick Arcade. It was a 1992 game show. Yeah, wow, it aired all 84 of its episodes from January 4th to November 6th, 1992. Uh, basically, the premise of the game was they got a few kids together. I think it was like two or three where they would play a bunch of like arcade cabinet games with either specific rules and stuff or just like beat a level to get points. And I'm sure there was like some physical aspect to it. But uh, like I always thought it was so cool as a kid because... <clears throat> I really like video games. So the idea of a game show dedicated to them was, you know, very fun. And they actually did cover, like, stuff that was contemporary for the era. So Sonic the Hedgehog, the Mario games, you know, not just, like, knockoff on, like, licensed arcade junk. But, uh, yeah, that's Nick Arcade. Let's see. Let's talk about Scott Fellows. Let's read up on Scott Fellows. He is the creator of Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. As we mentioned last week, he was also the creator of Johnny Test for Cartoon Network, which I didn't really like. I saw a few episodes of that. I was already too old for it when it came out. Oh, when did it come out? Wow, 0508. How old was I in 2005? How old am I now? You know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. <clears throat> uh, he co-wrote a fairly odd movie, Grow Up Timmy Turner, starring Drake Bell. Oof. I'm really glad we didn't do Drake and Josh. For uh, anyone who did not follow our Corey in the House podcast, Bryce and I originally wanted to do Drake and Josh as our next show. But uh, it didn't end up, we did a whole tournament for it, and you should uh, listen to that episode if you haven't. It's one of my personal favorites. It's insanely long, but that adds to the fun of it because Bryce and I just get manic throughout. <clears throat> but well, I actually forgot what I was talking about. Oh, the shows, the shows, the shows. I forgot. All right, Drake, oh, Drake and Josh, right. How I'm happy we're not doing Drake and Josh. Uh, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad. We did a tournament for a bunch of shows. Drake and Josh ended up losing mainly because a few episodes were actually removed from the online purchases. So if you buy Drake and Josh digitally, you don't actually buy the whole series. For whatever reason, a few episodes are, have been, I don't know if censored is the right word, because I don't know why they were removed. It could be a licensing issue. It might not necessarily be censorship. But uh, it's, a bit, uh, it's a bit disappointing, you know, as someone who really does care about preserving media completely. Main reason we ended up passing on Drake and Josh, or at least that was the main, one of the main reasons I argued against it. But like besides Drake and Josh is being a popular series that's been covered a lot. Uh, but... In hindsight, it ended up being a blessing in disguise because of Jared Campagnana, Campania, Drake Bell's actions down in Mexico. <sighs> what a mess. <clears throat> and it does, it all goes back to what Bryce and I were talking about earlier. This whole notion that, you know, these stars that we grew up watching 
are going to start getting in hot water. And it's, it's really the truth. It's the nature of the industry. It's upsetting. It shouldn't be that way, but you know, it's important in, in a sense it is important. And it's good that these things are happening because it shows us people's true colors and it allows us to confront them and teach people how not to behave and how to, you know, better discipline themselves, how to be better people. Because a lot of people in charge are not better people. I'm back. Ren, are you monologuing? I monologued this whole time. <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. Is that cool? Can you monologue for me? Definitely. Uh, I'll do my best to monologue. Yeah. Yeah. So, so based on, uh, I didn't really hear much of what Ren was saying, but I'm assuming that what he was talking about was likely, um, I think, the board game industry and probably pros and cons of the board game industry. So, one of the nice things about where the board game industry is at is that their main goal is to create uh, games that are fun for everyone to play. But a lot of the issue is that the pieces all have to be individually prepped and packaged. And that can obviously cost a lot of money. So a lot of startup. Um, and then once the games are properly made after that, it takes a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of rules in games and sometimes it can't always be fun to learn the rules. And if you get a big group of people together, you know, say you're having a game night, you get like five or six people together and only one person or two people listen to the rules. You're going to be stuck with four people who don't know how to play the game. And even if it's like one of those games where it's easier or like you'll get the hang of it as you play, that's a lot of time investment for something that people aren't going to fully understand. So I think another one of the issues in the board game industry is that it takes a lot of personal time investment and you have to be really willing to accept and get interested in, in the games. So um, with that said, I mean, there's obviously the, like the big name board games, there's Mattel, there's Parker brothers. Uh, otherwise a lot of indie game companies uh, and those are mostly working, I believe through Kickstarter and uh, Kickstarter is not really the most efficient of, uh, of systems. I'm never backing anything on Kickstarter again. No, because uh, you end up a couple of games and ne never again, never yeah, again. Yeah, because you'll end up seeing something that says, "Oh, that that looks really fun." You back it, and guess what's going to happen? Uh, it's like fifteen percent chance that it gets to you, eighty-five percent chance that the project gets canceled or doesn't meet the funding goals. So it's always a mess, and you're always going to end up disappointed. Yes. Let other people fund it and then buy the game when it's inevitably fully patched. Because <laughs> uh, it will be after a few years. It'll it'll finally get to a state where it's, you know, purchasable. Are you referring to board games or are you referring to, uh, to ukulele? I'm referring to Kickstarter video games. Oh, uh, yes, yes. I was talking about the, the board game industry. Some oh. Yes. So. Have you uh, been backing a lot of board games on Kickstarter? Never. I never have. Not one. <laughs> but I figured I would talk through what that process looks like. 